Hello and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today we are recapping season three, episode 23 of Pretty Little Liars called I'm Your Puppet. And it looks like the next episode is the season finale. Is mm-hmm. that true? Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's crazy. That's crazy. We're about to be on. We're like halfway through. More. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess we're like exactly halfway through. Yeah. Season seven four. is kind of an abbreviated season, though. So we've okay. probably technically already hit the halfway point. Oh, my God. We're going to be starting season four. In like two weeks. That's crazy. Guys. Wow, look at us. Look at all we've been through. I feel like I need to sing Graduation by Vitamin C. <laughs> I think that we, we're probably okay today on that. But next week, we'll kind of reevaluate well, on that? Yeah, but I think maybe we should save it till the end. To like the whole end? Yeah, because that's kind of what graduation is. You don't sing graduation at the end of every school year. Well, you might at the end of every like couple and we haven't done it yet. This is like middle school, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Hello. Anyway, guys, we're probably pretty pooped right now. I'm so tired. I am exhausted. I'm going to sleep so well tonight. And let me tell you why. I might <laughs> be in a twin bed, <laughs> but I won't be sharing the bed <laughs> with someone who talks, laughs, yells, touches touches your face etc when they're asleep and that person's caroline oh my god last night was particularly interesting because (laughs) at one point (laughs) caroline (laughs) Caroline, like it rolled over and so like our faces were facing each other and she took her hand and kind of just like laid her (laughs) her (laughs) fingertips on on my face and then I slowly woke up because, again, she didn't, like, hit me. She, like... Yeah, thank you for clarifying. She, like, did not get violent. She, like, set her hand there as if I was, like, a crystal ball or something. <laughs> and then I, like, opened my eyes and, like... W- you can't see went, anything. Went back a little bit. I was, like, Whoa. And then Caroline, go- Caroline woke up and goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that i was a wacky sleeper we've talked about my unconventional sleeping habits but (laughs) um anthony's never quite i guess i don't know i think he's trying to protect my feelings and he doesn't want me to know the truth about me as a sleeper but it sounds like i'm i'm worse than lily who is famously like the least no we don't we want to sleep with her the least you're not aggressive well, Lily yeah. is like sleeping with Thank the Tasmanian you. devil. Lily like jackhammers you like so much so that sleep. you are having to sleep the way that like, you know, in this in the last Harry Potter movie, when Harry goes to like King's Cross, like slash heaven or whatever. And the little like fetus that's curled up like that. That is yeah. how you have to orient knew, your body. As soon as you said Harry Potter, I knew exactly where you were going with that because I was going to say hardcore fetal position is how you have to sleep because in the very tippy top corner exactly because she okay so here's how the bed is laid out if you are sleeping in a bed with lily here's how the but in case you're unfamiliar with beds lily <laughs> is sleeping on the left side of the bed but she's like in the shape of an l so that or an x or an x yes 
it's kind of going between those actually uh-huh. so you can't you can't get you comfortable can't, you're yeah. never safe and then you are in a ball above the the l and it's also your problem if she hits you it's your problem and it's your she's fault. grinding her teeth bad but it's like pick your poison okay that's lily and then if you're sleeping in the same bed as me you might be subjected to shrieks screams laughs verbal altercations physical altercations at one point i like i don't think caroline realized like because every so often you would like wake up or like kind of move around a Mm -hmm. little bit and like throw your like you'd like turn over Mm -hmm. and one time you like turned over i think you you didn't realize how close into the middle you got oh my god and you landed with again your face like towards me instead of <laughs> towards the wall and i didn't realize how close you were oh, either i think i do remember this. and so i rolled over i told you about this oh and we rolled and i rolled over and i went i went because <laughs> i was met with caroline's dead-eyed face well i was asleep with her dead face whoa my eyes were closed i was just like saying that (laughs) (laughs) it's just like a fucking figure of speech (laughs) give me a break yeah so phoebe and i shared a bed all weekend it went better than it could have gone yeah i brought earplugs you don't have to throw that in well i'm just saying that made it enjoyable for me well you just described like things that were not enjoyable but my breathing well, was, was funny more annoying than me touching you it would have been more you know what i mean i was able to curb one thing i knew that would bother me well I even though i do feel like too. normally in the in hotels a benefit with a hotel room is that the air conditioning is like always on a and few always times loud i woke up and it was dead, dead silent. silent like like frightening and i was like this isn't cool yeah that's why i would get up early like i would set my alarm for like 10 to get up Mm -hmm. but then i'd wake up at like 8 30 and be like well i'm not going i can't fall back asleep but also the air conditioning isn't even drowning out any of this like noise what noise breathing people walking in the hall everything like that Mm. and i just knew the issue caroline is a fine breather when she's not asleep it's just the it's the repetitiveness. It's the same. You, you know, also how it have is. a very repetitive. You go. <sighs> oh, yours is a little higher pitched than mine. You're, that checks out. You're more like. <laughs> I'm like a. Li- and they're very short. I'm like, called she, I'm like, is she even getting any oxygen? It's called. I'm training my lungs. Because I am a singer. Right. Right. And it's like ration your breath, maybe. It's like, ever heard of that? (laughs) So, guys, we went to Austin City Limits this weekend. And I would literally love to tell you all about it. But we do have to save some of these juicy details for the vlog. Because you guys finally wore us down. And also, like... I love going on trips like this. Don't get me wrong. And I love talking about them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you get back from a trip. You don't want to talk about it. And you and you have to tell every single person how it is. I'm just like. I don't but we do need to talk about a few things. What do you want to mention? Um, well, let's see. We, we took notes. But so just so you know, if you are second or third tier in the Patreon, you'll get the vlog. And that that's real live I video do a content um i do a flip in the vlog 
I can't recall if that's a true statement, but if, if it some is, might call then it a you result. should definitely join. Oh, yes, but I don't think I got it on film. On are, film? Are you serious? Phoebe, you knew where the phone was. No, you were holding the phone. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were, because we tr- we did literally did it 30 seconds without us getting into the hotel room. Mm, I don't know if I We got, didn't I do know. it while we were getting ready. Anyway, anyway, anyway. It's a vlog slash get ready with me for ACL. It's it's fun and then and then you'll get some other clips throughout the night. But we did take a bunch of goofy ass notes and I just want to see if there's anything in here that we like should discuss. Okay, well, I think it's fine for us to talk about the airport, the journey there, the things that we saw. One of which was Well, I did write people who get hot coffee in the airport are bragging about their underactive sweat glands. (laughs) Have you ever sweat more than in an airport? It doesn't matter what the temperature's like outside. No. But I'm wearing the heaviest things I want to bring on the trip. That's another thing. When I left, I was wearing a hoodie. And my dad said, why are you wearing a hoodie? It's going to be hot in Texas. It's like, like, am I going to pack it? You think it's going to fit in here? Have you lost your mind? I barely fit what I brought. Yeah, you're insane. Imagine me trying to pack this going home. Oh, my God. No, literally. Because I bought a poster as well. Right, And packed a couple white claws. Oh, my God. Didn't fit all of them. That's so Was so afraid that they were going to explode. Almost said throw up. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Can we normalize? When cans explode, just calling out throwing up. Yeah. Oh my god, it vomited. It threw <laughs> up. Oh my god. That's so embarrassing. I know. That for, is for actually them. mortifying if that were to have happened. God. They open your suitcase. They're like, why the fuck is she bringing like three white claws? Like, how down bad is this fucking girl? <laughs> Woof. Yeah. 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 Like two now because they pop one open. It's a pilot, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we were also talking about how when you like, leave a plane and you see in the cockpit also i know there's a better name for that <laughs> and you see the canned water and it's like always in a blue it's like can a six pack and it looks truly literally looks like bud light 100 percent. and i'm like okay so that explains it <laughs> <laughs> okay so that pretty much checks out with my experience on this plane dude right? what is with the turbulence i just think every <sighs> time i think that i'm like cool with, and i am like I'm a pretty good flyer. I don't, it doesn't bother me too much. It does, I do get stressed and my hands start getting really sweaty. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because most of the flights I've ever taken, like in my life, have always been like under an hour. Yeah. To Nashville, it's like an hour to Baltimore, it would be like 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then, but it's always hell. That is a turbulent flight for sure. But like this, I think the longest, well, n- I also want to say if we just know that certain stretches are like extra windy, can we just not go that way? Or like, can we fly up? They do try to, f- I watched a video on turbulence to try to like understand it. And what makes me feel better about it is that like, there is, a, there are only so many kinds of turbulence. So the pilots know yeah. And like it's kind of like on Google Maps when you're driving and a driver will like mark that there's an obstruction somewhere. Mm-hmm. The pilots like they're all reporting what kind of yeah. turbulence they're flying through so they know what to do and they know like but it's unavoidable. But then I also sometimes look in the, out the window and the plane's not moving at all like and I'm with like, the turbulence drop. No, 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 I don't even mean that. I just mean like why do I feel 
like Caroline famously says, like a toddler's holding this plane and shaking, and shaking it. it. Why do I feel like that? And then I look outside and it's like all fine. Yeah. But I mean, uh, then there are those times where you look out and you see the wing going like this. Oh my fucking God. And I'm like, okay, this is it. Like I have felt like, okay, this is it on so many planes. I cannot even tell you. I know. Today, for example. Yeah. I feel that way all the time, but I, I really like, I used to love flying. I'm so scared of it now because I just keep thinking this plane's going to fall out of the sky. Yeah, and I hate that feeling of, like, when it's turbulent and oh then... Oh, my God, and they slow down for a second. You're like, oh... Or it, like, feels like the plane, like, drops a little bit. Yes. It, like, feels like a roller coaster. Oh, my God. Anyway. I just absolutely hate it, and I need everyone around me to play it cool because otherwise I'm absolutely losing it. And then if I, I look g- around and anybody else seems nervous, I'm like, number one, thank God I'm not crazy, but number two, you're scared too? Okay, then this is something <laughs> to be scared down. about. Yeah. It's also, like, can we just collectively as a species decide like we don't talk on planes i don't care if you're sitting next to your best friend how do you have something to talk about for okay, well, all two hours all okay, two well hours that's you and i talk for two hours like no but three this times is different. like i want to put like if, especially amber and i amber and i famously have a lot of like i like flying with amber because she and i well, we would like get drunk first, but then like we just had the best time chit chatting. But that's just, I guess, we just chat so much. I just, it's you annoying. probably would hate us on the plane. The people in front of us today. The people in front of us were intolerable. Also, like, I'm sorry. Just double check with the person behind you. Is it cool with you if I lean my seat back? Like, I will say yes, even if it's not. But you just doing it and then you like meet a little bit of resistance because like my stuff is there and you start like pounding back to the point that I'm worried you're going to break my iPad. You need to go to a fucking flight etiquette class. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm saying that with my chest. Do. A lot of people would, would benefit from that. Oh my God. Also don't, I'm sorry. Don't bring cats on a plane. Yeah. I don't know what the alternative is, but like figure it out or have cat only flights. Yeah. That should be its own airline. Wait, fee, fee, parentheses, airline. Yes, girl. Guys, how about within like one mile of our hotel was a restaurant called Caroline and a restaurant called Phoebe? Maybe we should never in my life. Maybe we should move to Austin. I don't want to. JK, no offense to people from Austin. I'm sure, I just don't think we found the right spots. I mean, we also like weren't, like, we weren't there to like enjoy Austin. Yeah. We're there to enjoy Austin City Limits. I am a little bit like, guys, are we lying when we say this is the live music capital of the world? There, We heard like one, one band. One band. And, and one and man playing the guitar in the street. Yeah. And then one person at the airport who was really good. Yeah. But I'm like, when you go to Nashville. It's fucking everywhere. It's every bar. I don't even think I realize they call. I also don't understand why Austin's like, I mean, again, let me say this. We did not see any of austin <laughs> yeah but that street Literally. we ate on the, we went to that mexican restaurant mm-hmm. that was the, i told dad i that didn't we, like the energy i know but i told dad that like we that's we saw one band and he was like you didn't there weren't a ton of bands on sixth street and that's the street we were on oh my god none and it's like you would think a weekend like acl there would be a ton but maybe because it's the opposite. people are like tor- like but that doesn't make sense visiting austin yeah you know what i, I don't mean? know it was weird vibes it, it, it kind of was, was giving vibes. me like ghost town a little bit of indianapolis it was giving a little bit of baltimore in my opinion i don't think i've ever actually like, been in be the streets of that. baltimore 
But it really is just giving like any downtown city, actually. No, there's something we, there was something specific about it that this like it didn't remind me of Atlanta or no, Nashville right, or Pittsburgh. Right. The reason like Indianapolis kind of gives me like it's just like there's no one around. Everything is built so that you can like honestly, if the Denver airport were a city, it would be Indianapolis. Okay. There I said it. Okay. Well, she said it. I do also need to mention the bugs in Austin. Yeah. I Googled what kind of bugs to expect. And I was warned about the June bug, which I actually don't even think I encountered. I was told there are roaches in in Texas, which I'm not okay with by any means, but like I'm used to it because of Charleston. But I'm also really allergic to roaches and I had really bad allergies. So I think maybe that was that. Nowhere did it say that there would be little metal blue crickets from the future <laughs> throwing themselves at humans. Like, Not just at us, but in between I us. I can't even describe to us. you guys. Like, And it was like, okay, so we're being corralled. We're being herded into the shuttles at the end of the night. And you can see there are like a few lights. And under those lights, it's mayhem. It is like... You know when in the in the Bible when the, we like they talk about the the like th- the seven things that was brought to Egypt mm-hmm. as like a curse. What was happening under those lights is what I picture when like the locusts showed oh up. Oh my and, like, god! They describe it as like you couldn't see your hand in front of you because oh. it was just locusts in the air. That's what was going on. It was insane they were massive i couldn't tell what they were because they were so unusual looking and they were like aggressive and i've never seen crickets so high in the air like flying around they like flew and on friday i was the most that was the night i got the most intoxicated Mm -hmm. and so like I was already a little bit disoriented. Yeah. And I was like holding my arms. I think I described this in the vlog, but I was holding my arms. So there was a little bit of like an opening between my wrists and my chest. Mm-hmm. And a, one of them literally like, it's like these are fucking fighter jets. Like I mean, Ant-Man. I'm trying like to describe Ant- like Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Ant-Man vibes. Absolutely. It was like every single one of them was like Ant-Man or also like, that's a really good one. But also, like, you know, when there's, like, a dead fish or something in the ocean and, like, all the birds are diving, 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 and oh, the sharks yeah. are coming up, that's, like, what I envisioned, too. Yeah. Like, the diving was, like, so pointed. It's, like, it was, like, when a hawk dives. It was crazy. Or a pelican. It's, like, they, like, scoped it out, and this is this is not an accident. Yeah. If you get pelted by one, they chose you. Yeah, so I'll take the lantern bugs. Honestly, yeah, didn't see a single one of them. Kind of missed them. Because the land, the thing about the lanternflies is they are annoying. They're stupid, though. Like, yeah. these these crickets were smart. These crickets were, like, The lanternflies are, like, have and their eyes closed. And lanternflies football players. They have their eyes closed half the time. And so they're just, like, running into you. Yeah. And, like, if you aren't moving quick enough, they'll just, like, land on you. And it's, it's annoying to you. But, like, they're not, it's not as, like, hard yeah you know what i mean i might not like actually start crying well i was so freaked out by these and then you just the problem though was also like you just saw them and you had to like mentally prepare that any like you know it was inevitable you there's no way around it you had to go through it so i like put a shirt over my head put sunglasses on and like bolted yeah caroline was in full celeb and stomping and the thing about it is that 
We were already kind of in celeb mode that night because, of course, the drones. Guys, listen, we love sharing our life with you, our lives with you. Sorry, we don't have one life. But it felt like it. <laughs> I almost told that woman today at the, the TSA agent, I almost said, well, we are fraternal twins. I, I almost said it too. Said it. Oh, we should have. Oh my God, that would have been, but honestly, what if, what if I didn't us, know what was coming next, so I'm kind of glad I didn't because it would have been like one of us said weird. it and then the other one was like, no, we're not. What if it like didn't land and then she had to go like do what she did Or what me. if like only one of us is playing along? She just along, had to search me. And the other person said, no, we're not. Why would you say that? <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> we get in a well, fight? I got like frisked today at <laughs> the airport. Yeah, because Caroline's a fucking cyborg. They don't have the like high tech, you know, stand with your hand up. And they do have it. We just went, somehow we got into a line that didn't have it at I, like, all. Go through. Normally they have the option. And they're like, oh, your hair clip. And so then I go through again and I'm like, well, I do have a screw in my foot. They're like, you have a screw in your foot? I was like, yeah. And then the woman's <laughs> like, it's her bra. It's her bra. Girl, anytime you go to an airport, go through one of these, blah, blah, blah. And she's talking about how I just should wear an online bra. And I'm like, what's going on? But she's being super nice. And then she tells us that we look a lot alike. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Phoebe, say thank you. <laughs> and Phoebe. I was so confused. Didn't really get it. And the girl, I like thought that I was like yelling at <laughs> Phoebe because she was being impolite. But it was a joke. It's a, it just didn't land. And then she like fully, I've never been patted down like that in my life because of the bra. I was like, girl, but you said you knew what it was. So why are you yeah, hands between my legs right I now? I mean, she's probably confused because now you're telling them that they have a screw, that you have a screw in your foot. I also wonder she if didn't it even was your, my foot. I also wonder if it was your festival bracelet. I don't know. Did you? Oh, you weren't wearing yours because there's metal in it, I or there's some sort of chip in it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. That's why I took mine off before we went to the airport. Well, I wanted to, but I didn't have scissors, and I didn't know you had scissors. Thanks for being a team player and letting me know. You didn't even ask. I figured you just knew I needed them. <laughs> um, wait, but what were you saying about the? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we we love sharing our lives with you, but we do, you know, similar to like how we're gonna urge you. Never mind, I can't bring her up, but. I just think we need to start respecting celebs' privacy. And when Kendrick Lamar was so <laughs> late to the show and in his place were 5,000 drones in the air staring directly at us, we were like, this is too much. We were like, yeah. you're inconveniencing everyone here. Mm-hmm. Not, just to mention, not to mention the photographer behind us? us. Oh, my God, the photographer behind us. <laughs> and it was, I mean, look, we're flattered. Truly. <laughs> but we saw drones all weekend. Yeah, all weekend. The and the photographer directly behind us, and we're like, okay. Even after <laughs> they're we- not even trying to be discreet. Uh, oh my god! But we love you guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for loving us enough to call the paps. Don't know even how they got into ACL. <laughs> the dr- the drones. Well, but they the one about the man with the, the gigantic fences. camera. Oh well. There was this drone show that was just like such a weird thing. Yeah, Friday was weird altogether. We should have just watched the Lumineer. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i know but i did i mean the part that kendrick the 31 minutes kendrick did perform was great was great it just was like so fast too because he was like trying to get through as much as possible but it and it was like really fun and then it but it just like you knew it wasn't gonna last it was a bummer okay but no this is what we need to say about the airport hang on i need to sit up for this oh my god i don't even know what she's gonna say 
You'll know immediately when I say the man with the box at the airport. <gasps> <laughs> no. This was. Uh, I can't even talk about it. I mean, I, it wasn't a full moon. It wasn't Friday the 13th. What the fuck are we doing? Guys, I'm How? ill. Like, now I I think I literally <laughs> compartmentalize that this happened. I, it seems like this weekend was like five years long. So it does seem like so long ago, but this was just Friday. Oh, my God. So this guy in front of us in line at the airport, like, is putting all his shit in the, you know, boxes to be scanned. And he's taking, like, all his stuff out of his bag. Yes. As if he wanted us to take note of everything that was in there. Mm -hmm. You want us to miss a single detail. He, he took one thing out specifically first and then put it in his bag last. So. So, yeah. No, we saw it, dude. We got it. What even did it? I mean, it was hard to get past the the biggest word on the box, which was urine. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's U R I N urine. I don't even want to. I'm I'm gonna spell it out because I don't actually want to say. Oh, the you word. know what the rest of it was? It said W I Z Z kit. <laughs> Is that one of those like prank boxes? That's what I. Thought. But I'm like, why do you have and it I'm in your carry on? Why are you taking it out? And I'm not googling it. He didn't get a second look for real. I'm afraid if I Google it, I'll get arrested. <laughs> I mean, I was like, not to like shame this anybody is extremely brave into. and extremely bold. Why the fuck are you? I'm just saying, like, you want to be looked at. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like... And he's, like, being super friendly and, like, talkative to people around. I'm like, if this is me and for some reason I have to take th this out of my bag, <laughs> not that it would... In, an, in a completely first alternate... First never be in my possession in, in the first place. alternate universe where that would ever need to be Let in my possession. carry-on. I have sunglasses and a hood on. Absolutely. Except we have to take them off. I know, but it's immediately going back on. I know, I know. I'm not taking it out. They're going to have to ask me to take it out. I'm going to leave it in the bag. It's going to go through. And I'm going to say, well, I'm going to provide 30 minutes of buffer time in my airport commute because I'm not taking this out. And they're definitely going to ask about it. Oh, my God. It was bonkers. If you're listening... What the fuck? In the TSA, <laughs> we're Phoebe like, and I were, they were like laughing about it. Imagine Phoebe and I seeing what we saw in line. In the morning on Friday and being like, I mean, holding back the laughter, but like making sure the other person saw it. Can you imagine? And he's like talking to this older woman next to He's like taking the stuff out of the bins to put them like, back in the back. Don't talk to and her. And that's the last. And also he had like this first aid kit that was like a metal first aid kit with a bunch of like little bottles in it. It wasn't like first aid kit stuff in there. He's like, what is going on? I know. And it where was, are you going? It was really quite bizarre. He was stretching the limits of what we should be able to do in an airport, in my opinion. Just put it in your fucking check bag. Literally, no one had to know. No one. No okay. one. We're not trying to be rude. I but that am is kind of. Sometimes, sometimes there's a time and a place for bullying. <laughs> Bring bullying back. My friends and I have been saying this for years. <laughs> Surprise to nobody who knows us in real life. <laughs> yeah, because they haven't just been saying it. <laughs> Today, Phoebe <laughs> was like, I was telling her about a story that was told. And I was like, yeah, it was my friend Matthew telling like me, Gibson, Addie, Clyde. And she goes, yeah, the meanest people on planet Earth. <laughs> the meanest people in America. Guys, do you think I'm mean? Well, you're wrong. No, but yeah, we, were we also were talking about bullying because if you guys haven't seen the video of the girl, I'm sure you have. This came out a while Jesus ago. Christ. Where she is, she's in hysterics in this video. Or she's, like, just finished, like, sobbing. And she 
It's you can tell her eyes are like red. <laughs> wet and red. <laughs> are, are wet. <laughs> and now I got Apple Pay. Red. And uh, now I got Apple Pay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's the girl who's like. I just got out of an interview and <laughs> and they were just screaming at me because I asked <laughs> maybe like w- what accommodations they have for people who suffer from time blindness. <laughs> Kelly, if you're listening, don't even think about <laughs> it. You do not have time blindness. It is not a thing. And sorry, I shouldn't say that. But like, if this is a thing, please educate me. I've never heard of it. It just sounds like maybe you're late. It sounds like the accommodations are something you do. And <laughs> yeah. your place of work, your place of work will be like, okay, you can work through lunch and stay an hour late. Like I don't know what yeah. you want us to say. Also, like, is it just like what? I mean, I've literally never it's heard just of being it. Being inconsiderate. Yeah, it sounds like if I Bad know that I suffer from something called time blindness, <laughs> I'm setting fifteen alarms. I'm leaving way earlier than I have I'm to. Training I'm training myself being to think so hyper vigilant earlier about time. Absolutely, like I am setting all my clocks back. I'm living in a way that allows me to have a normal life, so that no one needs to know that I'm suffer from time just blindness. late all the time because that's what that is. Anyway, a girl stitched it and was so fucking funny. I can't remember what she said though. Well, we were just talking about embarrassing people and bringing bullying back. And the comments on that video proved to me that there oh, yeah. is a time and place for like putting someone in their place. Because it was, I was like, well, this is bullying, this video, but like, I'm here for it. It's hilarious. It's just like sometimes bullying teaches you lessons. It builds character, that's for sure. And it also makes Spoken you. Spoken as someone who was bullied and was makes, a bully. It makes you more tolerable. Absolutely. I don't want to be friends with anybody who hasn't had their ass handed to them by a teenage girl or a boy. But like, girls. As Ali De Laurentiis says in this episode, girls do it differently. Girls fight much dirtier. Mm-hmm. Troyan is pushing a new yeah. game. What is I'm? It's a game. <laughs> What's up? Girl? She kind of popped up on my feed, and I was like, a few since people when does sent she, it since to when us. Did, since as when well? does she like post videos? Since just when her does talking. she need And then I realized it was an ad. I'm confused. You were the best actor out of this group of girls. And you're the only one that's not seeming to do like. I would expect this from Lucy Hale. 1000%. She's the. And th- this is not a Even read. Even Shay. She's the thirstiest. Thirstiest out of them all. Like I know she calls the pap. She does all these made for TV movies. And I respect it. Like I respect the grind. She's going to stay working. For and she's sure. definitely bringing in the cash. Oh, Absolutely. So I respect it, but it just does seem out of character for Troyan. I wonder if it has to do with the strike. I mean, probably. Because she's still just having to strike. Yeah. But I mean. But she wasn't working otherwise. Yeah. It's just like a weird. And like Suits is having a big <laughs> resurgence. So I'm like, isn't your husband like bringing in the money well, right now? Well, that's part of why they're on strike. It's because oh. of streaming. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so the rest of the ACL stuff, I feel like the longer we talk, the more we're just going to, like, want to get into that. So I feel like we need to save it. Yeah. Do we even But we else? do need to do our rotations. All right. First up for me, I have Dream. Wait. Guys, can I? No, I'm on Dream. No, I was Nightmare last week. Are you fucking? What, what was your Nightmare? Kim. I prepared a Dream. 
you being serious right now? Yeah. I did. Let me look. Kim reading books on treadmills and movie remakes. Hang on. Let me, let me see. If Surely you can think of something. We met a lot of insufferable people this weekend. Okay. Well, you're good luck finding pics of these, by the way. Great. <laughs> Great. Go ahead with your dream rotation. First is Lana Del Rey. Okay. Listen to her album in, on the plane today. Her first album, Paradise Edition, of course. Perfect. Of course. It's a perfect album. I agree. A perfect debut album. I can't believe it's her debut album. I know. And she just went to the Oklahoma-Texas game, which I really don't care about the game. I just think it's so cute and sweet that she went. And, like, anywhere she goes, it's like she is the fan and, like, is meeting people and Mm -hmm. is just, like, so excited to celebrate the people around her. And it's not about her being Lana Del Rey and being at the game. And when she was in Pittsburgh, she posted the next day, like, she took pictures. She went to, like, a local Dunkin' Donuts and, like, bought stuff there and then took pictures and a video of like one of the workers tattoos and like how much she loved and took a picture with the fan as if like she just wanted a picture with her and at all her shows at pittsburgh's show and then at um the show in west virginia she was like every single dollar that's been spent on tickets and merch here in these cities it's going right back into the city like if you bought a ticket in Pittsburgh, that money's going right back into the city. And I just think that's really refreshing and, like, cool and different. And I know that she's gotten a lot of flack in the day, but I think, all in all, she's a good one. She's also on Phoebe Bridgers. Next is Noah Kahn. Um, He's just such a little, like, cutie. He was so He's good. so humble. And, like, just awestruck by himself and by the people that love him and love his music. And especially the kind of music that he writes. Like, it's so deeply personal to him. Yeah. And I think for him to see how universal that is, like, the Taylor Swift effect of, like, when Mm -hmm. she thought everybody's going to hate all too well and now it's her most popular song because the specificity of her life is relatable to everybody. And... It was just, it was an awesome show. He sounds so good live. And he, again, he's just, like, so grateful to, like, be alive and be playing. He just kept being, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Like, it was just so cool. And he does sound amazing. It was, I don't know, I had an experience with Noah Khan and Hozier this weekend where, like, hearing them live, like. I started crying at Noah Khan. I did, too. like a lot of the stuff and like I've li- I listened to their music a lot both of them but for some reason like hearing the words live like some of them just like hit me a different way and hearing what he's saying about it like puts yeah. it into a different perspective yeah um but also like hearing it live with that many people singing along like it, it was so yeah. beautiful out Oh my god, the sun was like setting perfectly. Oh, you know what line it was that I was like, I never like thought about that line until I guess maybe what he said before he sang the song, but the line, if my engine runs perfect on empty, guess I'll drive. And like That's what I I feel like hearing everybody sing it and everything, I was like I I think we've also had this music for a long time. So maybe mm-hmm. I did feel this way when I like heard a lot of the stuff for the first time. And I've been a Noah Khan fan since like it's been a minute. Yeah. 
and he's grown so much and this album is like it's not so different but it is like he really just came into his own and i've never seen him live and it just like put into like it it i like hurt it was like i was hearing some of the songs for the first time yeah i felt that way too and like it was putting into perspective like what the songs mean to me in a different way than i've been listening to them lately but next is caitlin covington who is the christian autumn girl oh okay good she is first of all she rounds out the rotation perfectly this is a great fall rotation Mm -hmm. and she's in vermont now where taking her pictures and you know what let's let her love it everybody is everybody Uh, loves her it's like an annual pop crave reported that she landed in vermont Um, i feel like for a little bit there people did not love her and now they're like you know what it's cute i think as soon as people realized that she was an ally everybody was on board people were worried initially when people were using her pictures about maybe who she was well they were also just like it's so like basic white girl core like it is like yeah i feel like it's been like the last four years she's had like a fan base resurgence people love her and she is just and like she's found a way to she's like a micro celebrity who's only really a celebrity for like two months of the year Mm -hmm. and she's still all of her funds go to great causes and things that you wouldn't expect her to stand up for and believe in and she does and she's very vocal about things and her beliefs and that's why she's on the rotation love it all right, for my nightmare rotation, I'm starting with the flight attendant who gave our seat away on the plane on the way to Texas. Phoebe and I sat in the last row. We famously prefer to do so. I did realize this trip, I don't I don't like the very last row. Yeah, I don't really care as long as it's in the back and we're in no danger of somebody trying to sit with us because Phoebe had the window. I had the aisle. You have the middle seat free. It's a perfect setup for it's, it's as comfortable as that's going to get, you know, if you have two people Yeah. and we're in the back and we like get off, like we get off the hook. No one comes and sits with us. It's all good. She's also screaming that it's not a full flight. Oh my God. Screaming it. And this flight attendant is like being so obnoxious. She was driving me insane. Like the Lizzie McGuire field trip. Yeah, it was so much. And she like brings this girl and her dad all the way to the back of the plane. And she's like, well, they had already walked all the way back. And she sent them to the front. And she said, we're all full back here. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, actually, it was another girl in our in our row. Yeah. Be an ally. How about that? Be a girl sitting next to us on the other row who also had an empty seat. In her row. She said, like, oh, actually, there's a middle seat over here. What is, what is wrong with you? I mean, what possessed also, her wind- to do that? Clearly, you're okay with your middle seat being filled because on your row, the window's what's empty. Like, don't assume, because you know what that does. It makes an ass out of you and me. Uh-huh. Don't assume that I also want that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If it was one person and you're like, there's a seat over here. Well, that, that's your seat to give up. That's fine. Do not direct them to ours. So the fight attendant's like, amazing. Brings the girl back and literally like has her sit in the middle seat between us. And the dad wanted to sit with her. Like, he, he was like looking for seats together. together. 
Which and is then, why she sent him up back to the front of the plane yeah. in the first place. And I think he realized that we were like two non-threatening girls. And he was like, it's fine. She can sit there. And I was going to just move to the middle and let her sit on the aisle. And then I was like, she's 30 pounds. I'm not doing that. <laughs> she can sit in the middle. And you know what? She was perfectly fine. She had a little book. I was like, "Look, love you, girl. Looking out for you. You know, that was the buy. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Then halfway through the flight. No, this is what kills me. Not even. It was literally probably 20 minutes into the flight because she tried twice to get them to move. But it had to have been once we were at 10,000 feet. So it felt like we had been like on the plane slash in the air for a little bit because they can't move before that. What? Nothing. Okay. Anyway, so um, then she like moved. Like the flight hadn't told her to move. She had them both move up. And at first the dad said, no, we're okay. The first time she asked. Yeah. She was like, like, don't you want to go sit with your dad? And then for some <laughs> reason she came back over and it was like, no, you guys, for real, they're too, they're like, I'm sure they believed you. It was like. And then they did move. So then we had to get up again, this time in the air, which I famously hate. And go through this whole thing and the girl had to like get her shit and leave. It was so bizarre. It was so like, what is wrong with you? It's so rude. That other girl who got us in the situation. Our nemesis. The girl like left her bookmark and I was like, hey, you left your bookmark. And she grabs it out of my hand and goes, I'll give it to her dad. I was like, you don't know them. Literally. Like, and if you do, then why the fuck aren't you sitting with? Why didn't you figure that out? Why did you pawn her off on us? You weirdo. <laughs> okay, so that's the first thing. Next up is Shania Twain. Hmm. Who would have ever thought? I know. I shocked myself with this one too. But when I just had to think of my nightmare rotation, she was the first thing that came to mind. Because, guys, I was so excited to see her this weekend. I was so excited. I was so excited that I was annoyed that Phoebe took a long time in the bathroom. Okay, be- just to be clear. I didn't take a long time in the bathroom. Oh, sorry. I don't mean it like that. I just, she, you know, it takes fucking forever to like do anything when you're at things like this. I don't mean like she was on the toilet for a long time. <laughs> there was a line. So I'm like waiting for Phoebe and I can like hear part of the show and like, but I'm not, I'm not like there. So I'm missing some of the weird stuff, but I keep hearing like this screaming and I'm thinking that, like, I literally thought she was, like, giving the mic to people in the audience, and that's what they were doing with it. Like, and I was like, why squander that time? I would be riffing my little heart out if I got one millisecond of that mic time. Are you kidding? So I think they're like, yeah, like, screaming. I can't even describe it. Like, what, it, it was like a shriek, but it wasn't like a celebratory shriek. It, it was, was just like, like the shrieks that Caroline sometimes does. It was like, ah! It kind of was like that. Yeah. And it was like, okay, why pitched. are you doing that? Because it wasn't like a woohoo, like a, like, I'm so happy scream. <laughs> it was it like, wasn't an it, I'm scared scream. It was like she didn't have control over herself. It, it like just popped really out. really so, and it was startling, and it happened often. In the middle of the songs, too. Yeah, it wasn't like, like in between them. Yes, it was super weird. And then, so she's wearing wigs now, and <laughs> she had on, like, you know... Cat from Sam and Cat, red, long ass wig. I like how you, you, refer- you reference Cat from Sam and Cat, the spinoff, but not just Cat from Victoria. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and it's like this it looks like a trouble party way. city. It literally looks like it has been folded up in a plastic bag at Party City or Spirit Halloween. And, it's and then like she took it out and they didn't like steam it. It's also like that synthetic. You can just tell because material like, like yeah. that, like those black witch wigs. Yes, would be yes. Made that, like some of the hairs are clear. Yes. By accident, you know. And like, I mean, I'll give her that. It was stuck on her head. Like it was, so I know it wasn't it like a super cheap fit, wig. It fit her head the way the Allie's uh, Lady G wig mm. fit her where it's like, was kind of too big on the top of her head. Yeah. And it had bangs. So it was like bulbous. And then she just was like doing weird dance moves. She was like speaking weirdly. I think it was confirmed that she did have like a pretty intense backing track going so I don't think that there was a whole lot of vocalization happening, but when it was, it was things like the screaming or like she got the words wrong on point. It was to the point that I was like, let's just go. I have to go. I was bummed. I was bummed because I was really looking forward to it. But I mean, I am so glad I saw what I saw of her, but I just was like, it bummed me out. because. Yeah. <sighs> Then we went to see Dave Grohl, and was just like he was like so sweet and like everybody treasure. put your flashlights out and oh, see if we can talk like, to I Shania. I get to watch Shania tonight. <laughs> like how lucky am I? Like I get to watch a Shania concert. Yeah, and he had everyone turn around, take out their phone flashlights, so to like cute. say hi. And then he brought her on stage to sing "Best of You," but like no, I don't even think. I think she went up there. Also, I've read a lot of things. I don't know. What That's the, his, and I think they had already played Best of You. I know. I thought so, too. We were gone by this point. This was, like, the very end. And I guess she, like, went on stage. And there are pictures of her, like, hanging on Dave Grohl. And I read a bunch of stuff that was, like, she shouldn't have done that. Like, a bunch of stuff about how she, like, went up there and, like, decided to join him. Not so much that, like, they brought her up. That's crazy. I know. Either way, I'm like also there are a lot of people that were like I can't believe she would do that and like it's there's such great performers and like she would do that to these serious musicians but I'm and glad blah blah. That blah. It's them. And I'm like they, they don't had give so a much fuck. fun. Like are you kidding me? Dave Cole's like what a great fucking story now that I have. Like yeah. he does not care. He's no. doesn't need to like prove himself. That didn't ruin the show now for if, him. If she had gone up on like Mumford and stuff. Yeah, it would have been a little bit of a different vibe. But like the Foo Fighters, like Dave Grohl, it's okay. He's Two pretty much like icons. solidified in like he's he's taken we love him. He's taken seriously. No one he doesn't need to prove anything. So it's okay. She can come sing over him on Best of You and like and like quote ruin the song. He doesn't give a fuck. Because people were like mad about that, which is stupid. But wild if she just went up there. <laughs> wild and crazy that imagine her team being like i know should be we're, we're gonna drive her over but like literally they i could say no at any time i it was a tr- it was honestly kind of a troubling performance yeah. yeah 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 um and then finally i mentioned there was a restaurant called caroline we went the waitress at caroline had it out for me hated me hated us both but like to be fair Every single restaurant we've gone to, Caroline has thought that the waiter hated her. <laughs> okay, well, you just described what it's like living with anxiety. <laughs> it was so weird. Everywhere we went, Caroline was like, they hate me. No, but I understand that feeling normally, but like these people were just like, 
well, they were like not friendly. And I'm sorry, I'm in Texas. I pretty much expect friendly people. <laughs> I was wrong. I was, I learned something. I was wrong. But like typically when you go south, people are friendlier, not ruder. You, you agree. You even said about our waiter at the Mexican restaurant. You were like, well, he's like being like that to everyone. Yeah. So like it was like, I do think maybe it was also part of the weekend. Like I'm yeah. sure that everybody's miserable. I wasn't like, I did something to them. I just was like, they hate their lives. Like, and, and so they hate us by proxy. Yeah. You know, they just like weren't, there were like no niceties. Like they barely like said hello. It was just like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And then they were just like kind of rude. I don't know. But so this girl is like, I, to the point that I was like, were we not supposed to like order from her? Like, or were we supposed to go order at the bar and yeah. then sit? Because she seemed so put out by us being there. I like, agree. it was the weirdest thing. Then she comes and we order a cocktail and she asks for Phoebe's ID, not mine. I was like, okay, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> really? So I took my ID out anyway because I assumed she probably would ask. And then she looks at it and she goes, oh my God. That is like such a good picture. How did you do that? About my license picture. Guys, <laughs> not the first time that's happened to me. Not a compliment. It's not a compliment <laughs> if somebody looks at a photo of you and says, oh my God, that's a really good picture <laughs> of you. You would, you would die. <laughs> you would be well, so I personally mad. would because I don't have any makeup on my face in my driver's license picture and half my face is numb because okay. I went to the dentist. Okay. So yes, if someone looked at that and said, Phoebe, that's such a good picture of you. Okay, I'd be like, well, what do I look like now? Well, you don't like that picture. But if you, I don't like the picture of me on the but card anyway, but the, it's the fact that people are like, Oh my God. Like I'm the, and all it tells me is that I must look to them in this moment. Like I have just come back from war. Like if they are looking at this picture and they feel so inclined to make a statement about how this, whoa, how did you get this great picture when you look the way you fucking look? Like literally I, I was like, she's not even going to believe it's me. She's going to be like, did you buy this somewhere? Like I, take offense to it when it's like that it's just like the way that someone telling you oh my god you're so photogenic is not a compliment <laughs> that doesn't mean you're pretty it means wow you're not very pretty but in pictures you turn out okay that's what that means just like holy shit <laughs> who is this <laughs> oh my god compared to you right now i think it was Gigi Hadid. like it's that energy and i'm not saying that it's a great picture of me i'm saying that like it is though that's the thing and also at the restaurant you didn't have any makeup on and you have makeup on in this picture i know i know i know that but i'm just like can you shut the fuck up like (laughs) because all i'm hearing all i'm hearing is you look like shit right now it's so funny that that's happened twice. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. But I did put this into perspective for Caroline. I said, would you rather the picture on your driver's license be your passport picture? <laughs> Which is evil of her to say, by the way. And I was like, absolutely not. If I had a nightmare blunt rotation this week, the woman who sat next to me Oh at my the God, bar, I thought you were going to say my... I was about to call my mug shot. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my passport picture would be on your nightmare rotation. No, uh, the like, woman fair. who sat next to me at the bar at Eureka... She comes up to me. There's like three empty seats at the end of the bar. Uh-huh. Caroline and I are sitting there. She goes, mind if I sit here? 
oh my god yeah that girl and she like scooch you know how like when you pull your chair out a little bit and then you scooch it forward she scoot she like scooch she scooches closer to me. She did something weird, too. Yeah, th- I have, like, a stack of menus that the waiter hasn't oh, taken yeah. yet in front of me. <laughs> and they're, like, in front of me in my plate. And it's, she has, They're, like, borderline between you and me. And yeah. I'm, like, on the other side of Phoebe. And this woman reaches over and goes, <laughs> I'm just going to snatch that from you. <laughs> You're like, oh, really? It's <laughs> like, you could have said... Hey, can I see that? Yeah, like, you don't have to reach over my food with your fucking sleeve. Hey, are you finished with those? Oh, my God. What if I'm not finished with that? Yeah. You don't know. This could be my appetizer. Kind of presumptuous. God. Uh, Some people. you know, if I was on Dream this week, then I would do the girl that came out to me in the bathroom uh, line at ACL and was like, oh, my God, I love your dress. I've seen so many girls in fishnets and blah, blah, blah. And I just think like, you've got it going. You know what you're doing. And I'm not a prude. I'm not a prude. I think they look fine. I just like what you're wearing so much better. And I was like, thank you so much. And then she walked away and took off her shirt. (laughs) As if to drive home the point that she is not a prude. I was like, okay. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. (laughs) It was like an aggressive shirt takeoff. And also the mid-walk taking the shirt I'm talking like t-shirt. Like, this wasn't one of those girls who was like dressed cute. This girl was probably 40. Because there was a girl, a couple people in front of us at Mountain Joy. Oh my god. (laughs) Like, first of all, she and her husband like get in a fight halfway through the set or something. She also had an entire like joint rolling kit. She literally pulls out like this gigantic thing of like rolling papers, like a, a thing of weed like and they're just like <laughs> openly smoking which like whatever but how the hell did you get that in here and then she turns around at some point during the concert <laughs> oh my god and we realize that one only one <laughs> one of her, of her entire is boobs is completely <laughs> out and there is tape, tape. <laughs> which i realize this must be really in right now because there are a million girls with black x's taped over their nipples which like how are you comfortable um imagine taking that off ow but um, this woman, I literally looked at Phoebe, I was like, do you think she knows? She was like, yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> I was like, okay. But what if she does it? <laughs> it's just like, would that be crazy? Whole, and no one's saying anything. And she's like talking to all these people and they're, they have to look down at her because she's on the ground trying to pack up her fucking weed. And she's mad at her husband. And I'm like, and her what chair broke. am I it looking at right now? It was, there were some characters. I see. There really were. Anyway, so so yeah, waitress at Caroline, fuck you <laughs> for doing that to me. All right, and I was so excited to pin the recap on Phoebe this week, and then a fucking course. There's not one, so you'll hear from her next week. I need to pee really quick, and let's get into the app. Okay, we open without a recap at Radley. Yes, so. I get all these fucking notifications from the Daily Mail off my screen. Dad, how do you deal with this? Imagining dad's like... He has a microchip in his brain that just inputs all the information for him. <laughs> dad's like logs on every morning. He's like, ah, my favorite part of the day. Sips his coffee and like from nine to noon, he's just sifting through the Daily Mail <laughs> notifications. It's like this the scene in Succession when Roman is looking at his computer and it's just yeah. everything rolling in at once. <laughs> okay so the girls have come to visit spencer maybe we found that out last episode i don't know because it wasn't a recap no she had that hallucination okay and people have found probably police have found a body in the woods 
And Spencer's like, yeah, I know. Like, it's Toby's. And Ari's like, gets, she gets too much joy out of being like, Spence, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you're and crazy. You're, you're out of your, you're crazy. out of your gourd. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's October. So this month I'll be saying you're out of your gourd <laughs> instead of you've lost your mind. Or you're right. Well, that. pumpkin. Gourd in November. I can do gourd now. I can use gourd for two months. I can. It's just not very creative. <laughs> How dare? Well, you just said you're crazy, which is the least creative thing you could say to somebody who well, you I think didn't is know crazy. We were, I didn't know we were showcasing right now. <laughs> we're always showcasing. We're always peacocking, as Ariana Maddox would say. Uh, you like Harry Potter? We all know you like Harry Potter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm finally like fully caught up and now I'm rewatching the last four episodes of season 10 and it's like doing a drug, I think. It hits diff now that you've like lived this. Tom Sandoval should be, like what he <laughs> did should be I a know. crime punishable by prison. It really is like if you don't get it, if you're like, why is this such a big deal? People cheat all the time. Watch it. Just watch it from the, I mean, it's an investment, but you'll understand by the end and of it. And they'll be happy. You'll be like, Oh my God, he's the two of them, Raquel and, and Tom, are diabolical. I like the saying that's like, <laughs> men, all men should be born in prison and they get to earn their way. Oh out. my God, yes, absolutely. I love that. Guilty until proven innocent, mm-hmm. bitch. You heard it here first. So then Hannah's like, all right, Spencer, let's put your big girl panties on and get the fuck out of here, okay? <laughs> You're not sick. You're not crazy. You don't so belong in here she, with these Looney Tunes. She goes, stop walking around here in Mona's slippers. <laughs> she's like being so, she's like, this the is, sorry, she, this is tough love, bitch. The way that she was with Mona, this is the complete opposite. Yes, yes. She didn't bring a makeup kit to Radley this time. Yeah. And she's like, all right, let's go. And Spencer's like, I want to stay. See, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I I'm need not more time. Yet. I need more time. She keeps saying that and we're realizing why. She's got a mission. But also she does say something that's like a really good point. She's like, you know, the bars and the windows don't just keep people in. They keep people out. And like, honestly, yeah, it's like the first time Spencer has been somewhere where no one can get her for since Allie died and mm-hmm. like I'm sure that's a little bit of a relief so but also of course she's hard at work <laughs> yes she's not taking the day she off might be okay? in she's a crate, undercover this isn't, this isn't crate time Mm-mm-mm-mm. a crate does not crate time make no 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 nay 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 she's still like playing detective there's something with her pillowcase she's like messing with it but we and don't see what it is yeah not in that moment um I wrote they are really trying so hard with Hannah's hair. The scene in Emily's bedroom, Hannah's looking out the window because she's so paranoid because Wilden knows that she's staying at Emily's. And, and Emily's, Emily's at a her bitch. Yeah, Emily's at her throat. Emily's, Emily's like, mean Hannah? to everyone. Hannah, why do you care? Hannah's You care like, about this right Hannah, now? Hannah, there's a wet towel on my bed, you fucking slob. <laughs> and Hannah's like, You lived with me for a year. You don't think you ever left a wet towel anywhere? I'm sorry. Show a little respect. And Emily's like, I mean, I'd be mad too, but Hannah's like, there's a lot going on in all of our lives. Yes. This is what's going on in mine right now. And I'm worried it affects my mom, not yeah, just she's me. Like, You're being so annoying. He's basically, she's like, can you just shut the fuck up about <laughs> it? But what I want to talk about more than that is Hannah's ponytail. If we can call it that. <laughs> I'm so sad now that I know that like Ashley Benson has talked about how they had to bleach her hair like every fucking week that- for this. And she like 
literally <laughs> fried all of her hair off. And so if you really pay attention to season three, every episode is just like that's what happened to um Niall Horan. Oh my his god, his hair isn't naturally blonde like it was in One Why? Direction. And you as guys he got, know what bleach does. Why are you making them as do that? As he got older, his hair would like get browner, obviously. But they, he was the blonde one. So they had to oh keep my God. dyeing his hair. Insane. And it literally got, like, there are videos of them trying to, like, brush it up into that hairdo that he had. That, like, and it's, like, breaking classic. off. And they're, he's just like, ah. Because it's just, like, literally as if it's just, like, hard. Yeah. Like, it's, like, brittle. Yes. Terrible. Terrible. Um... But so Emily's like just being kind of a brat and Hannah leaves and Pam Fields comes in, just has to make a little bitchy comment about Hannah. She goes, look, you know, I love the girl, but someone needs to teach her the word fold. I really thought she was going to say like, please. Yeah, I did too. Because Pam is like. But I was so glad she didn't. Mm-hmm. So like, much better. No, no, no. I know Hannah's saying please. Well, Pam, well, Pam did le- like walk into the room and say, there's breakfast down. Make sure you grab some. And then Hannah says, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) And I know she doesn't, she's one of those people that kind of gets away with being rude. Yeah. Because you know that she doesn't mean. Because in her heart of hearts, she's such a good person. Yes. Like she really is. And I think that most parents see that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because she's also the best friend that any of those girls have. Yeah. And she's done a lot for specifically Emily. Mm -hmm. So, so again, a little respect, please. So now we have Aria and Ezra getting coffee in public. And they're sitting outside. coffee. What? Not just a coffee. They're, wow. spl- they're splitting a cronut. Oh, but of course. Remember that? All the rage in 2013? Yes. There's still a cronut at... Oh, no. It's a cruffin at Mediterra. We gotta stop. Dude, no. It's so good. I have to tell you. I have Mediterra? to tell you this. They have a different flavor like every week or something. One of my favorite things about Beverly Road culture is mm-hmm. the way that everybody collectively shit talks Mediterra. Yeah, and yet it will never go away. Which is crazy. It's just so expensive, but like, I if, like I'm, what you if said, I'm there, I'm spending at least $60. I like what you said that one time. You said, I would love to go there all the time, but unfortunately, I have to take a loan out of my house. Literally. literally <laughs> like, it's very expensive, and the food is not that good. Except for this cruffin, apparently. But the cruffin, but it depends on the flavor. Like, they had like a thin mint flavor once. So it was really good. What does it look like? It looks like a muffin made out of a croissant. And then there's like filling in the middle. And then they do like a, like if it's a chocolate one, they have like a hard chocolate. Like, Can I have, can I say an unpopular opinion? Mm -hmm. I don't really love croissants. It's, it's, I mean, you wouldn't feel like you were eating a croissant. It's just, it's like harder than a muffin. It's like crumbly the way that a croissant is. You would you would love it. It's like fluffy on the inside, a little bit hard on the outside, in the shape of a muffin, and it has like filling in it. That's so fucking good. There's nothing not to like. Maybe it's like rolled in sugar. Perhaps you would love it. I don't love the flakiness of a croissant. I was like waiting for you to be like, I don't love like it sounds really sweet. And I was gonna say you have changed in the past week. You have changed, and I don't know how I feel about it. Aria, for the first time though, is like making a little bit of sense. Because she's like, we shouldn't be seen <laughs> together. Don't hold my hand. Why are we sitting outside? Like, she's making sense and for Ezra's, once. Ezra doesn't care. Ezra's like, we're not going backwards. It's they, like, can't, well, they can't put us back in the closet. <laughs> okay, they can. And they should. They can and they should. And you guys should actually just maybe... Maybe, maybe one up. of you should go in the closet. 
not the clause is not the right word really <laughs> well i was making a joke oh i was just like aria would love to liken her relationship to one that emily's in <laughs> oh sheesh Sheesh. sheesh that's a judgment sheesh sheesh. <laughs> um, sheesh that's a judgment but he just is like not getting it it's like okay well do you want a job or do you want to Aria's, have coffee outside with your girlfriend Arya's your 16 year old girlfriend yeah Ezra's or Arya's spelling it out for him and he is just like no yeah I love you I know which and is then we learn that every time he says it I'm like scratching my head I'm like really Jackie fucking <laughs> hates Arya Maggie <laughs> I was like what the hell Maggie fucking hates Arya and drama somehow cool it. Ezra thinks he's gonna convince <laughs> Ezra's gonna try to convince Maggie that Arya should babysit for Malcolm tonight because um, someone needs to pick him up from karate and Ezra has an interview and Ma- like what is Maggie doing that's Maggie's what i'm always saying. busy and i'm also like how it seems like well, no, ezra, ezra at first is like okay i'll just miss the interview and then aria is like well i'd offer to pick him up but like i'm sure maggie wouldn't be cool with that and he's like well honestly like you know what i i need to go to the interview it's like yeah yeah he's been your kid for a week you know like really. also how was he already in karate class in they've, rosewood they've been in rosewood for any like knows the kids and the teacher knows him yeah that's fascinating to me but so ultimately, Arya is going to do that. I think it's tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So again, I'm going to go back to the Pam Fields thing because now I'm like, no, no, no. She's being a bitch because Hannah and Caleb are sitting in the courtyard no, at school. Ella. No, no, it isn't. Just wait. And Caleb's like, oh my God, you smell so good. Oh. Is this a new perfume? And she goes, no, it's an air freshener. Emily's mom keeps spraying all my clothes and my hair with it and whatever. Caleb's like, we'll tell her to spray you tonight because my dad wants to take us to a nice dinner. At the Apple Rose Grill. Ever been there? And Hannah, like, gets sick. Gets physically ill. <laughs> and then she's like, fuck my life. It's literally the Hands of Rosewood. It is. Oh, my God. Hands. I went to Hands at least once a week in high school. And it was peak. And it was like we would, like, get dressed and go to Hands. It was so good. And remember when they had that s'mores dessert? Yeah. You probably still have it. But last time I went to... Cool hands, I was underwhelmed. They also had like a Snickers ice cream thing that I loved. No, I agree. Now I'm like not really. But honestly, it was probably always underwhelming. We would just were in our Caesar salad Diet yeah. Coke days. It was just a place. They do have a good Diet Coke. And it was open and it was like. And they used to have a really good Caesar salad. A but trendy they place something. you could go. Yeah. Trendy. And they always had those funny coasters that everybody loved so much in 2012. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so anyway. They're going to go. And then Ella. Here's where Ella does it. Yes. You can tell it. Ella, they like, Caleb and Anna do start making out. In like, a private area, but still at school. It's still, it's a little much. It's almost yeah. like the Coleman at the airport. Okay. <laughs> what's with the airport? Because everyone what weird was there. going on? Keep Austin weird. <laughs> Except for this person was not in Austin. This person was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but who, she maybe she's visiting Pittsburgh. Typically, when everyone is like funneling out of the of the airplane, of the airplane, the airplanes in the night sky, like shooting, shooting stars. stars. Wait, oh my god! In high school, you know, well, you might not know, but it was like a thing. Like <laughs> when people like found out you could sing. Like, because you were, like, doing a that show was the song? or something. No. Wait. And they'd be like, wait, sing. 
and they like I know they're like waiting for like me to be bad and I'm like I'm not gonna sing because also I'm I'm actually a good singer so I'm not gonna sing in school for you right now and they're like no sing something I'll, I'll actually sing too I'll <laughs> sing for you and then you can hear my voice and then I can hear yours and then I'm like Mm, because I'm also like, well, I don't want to hear your voice, especially if it's not good because then it's just like uncomfortable because obviously you think you have a good voice or you wouldn't be pushing this, <laughs> you know? So then I'm going to have to pretend that you have a good voice and it's going to be uncomfortable than when I sing and like I show you up inevitably, but you don't expect that for some reason. <laughs> so this fucking girl, it's like, no, I'll sing. I'll sing first. I'm like, okay, go for it. And we were, this is mortifying. I think it was ninth grade. And there are like four of us working on a group project, like out in the hall. Like, mm. yeah. And like the four of us are sitting there and this girl's like, sing. And then she's like, I will. And so there are like three people that are watching and she sings airplanes. And I remember in that Did moment, I was too? like, what? Did she rap too? No, the B. thank B. God. I, honestly, that would have been better. But she started the, can we pretend that airplanes uh, and the nice guy, whatever. It was so bad that I, I was just like, I, it's so uncomfortable. Someone needs to tell you that you don't have a good voice. It's not going to be me right now, <laughs> but someone needs to tell you. Anyway, Dude. sorry. So yeah, this flashback. You're talking about funneling out of an airplane. Yeah. So typically I'm not going down the escalator because everybody's doing that. So and it's drama. Stop it. So I'm going down the steps because it's so much quicker unless Guys. <laughs> it's so much quicker unless <laughs> Elizabeth Smart's in front of you. Uh, oh my God, uh, this woman in I a really fucking blue floral really, dress. Really that this nice. was you. Really not nice of me to say. I'm sorry to Elizabeth Smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. She, this woman is in a trucker hat and like a blue floral dress a line it looks like she's a 50s housewife and like cats and she's walking and her head looks like she like you know when a baby wakes up after a nap that's what the back of her head looks like the hair she's walking down the steps first of all she's on the left side there's like no way to get around her and she's going i don't even know what she how she was walking like how would you describe it it, it wasn't was even like she was a ghost and it was like she was like nervous every step she took and then she'd get to the landing and like she go took super off. fast and then back to the steps and then when she got to that last step she like pointed her toe and like jumped and, like, <laughs> like, like did like a little <laughs> leap off the Literally, last stair like, leaps off the stair and so caroline and i have immediately formulated a story in our head about who this girl we're, like, is something like up. is she amish i'm like has she been like in a shed for Literally, like years like, and this we're is like her. worried about her then we're like, oh, we don't have to be. <laughs> she walks right up to this man and starts making out with him. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. It was just not what we expected, like, at all. We were like, she's been locked up. She's never even seen a man. She's never even seen the sun. Let alone walking up to him. And I was like, oh, she's giving him a hug. No, fully mouth kissing, like, open mouth tongue. Ugh. It was so bizarre with the trucker hat. Mm. It was so weird. It I was feel so sick. Weird. They so were also weird. like not young. No, 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 no. It was bizarre. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so they were doing that, Hannah and Caleb, in, <laughs> in, in the courtyard, and Ella walks up, and it's as if Ella's in love with one of them, and is like jealous. It's, like, it's so bizarre. It's either it's that, or it's like the energy of like 
seeing like seeing Hannah and Caleb and being like Caleb is bad news like I know something about him when we had a conversation Hannah and you're not supposed to be with him and like I know that and now I'm seeing you so I have a moral dilemma no we're like I'm like what did I miss like what is the between between Ella and Caleb however long And so then we go into Ella's classroom and Hannah like walks past the door (laughs) and Ella goes, Hannah, can you come in here for a second? Hannah's, by the way, in chunky heels. Of course. Like three inches off the ground from the ball of her foot and then also a regular heel. (laughs) And Ella basically informs her that, surprise, surprise, she's on the church restoration (laughs) committee. Yeah, news to me. (laughs) She's like, when is your mom coming back? That family's for sure agnostic, maybe. Oh, yeah no, no chance ella montgomery works for the church no not no. that in either either but path also is like, bad but that just is the montgomery vibe but i feel like that's just like part of the story now is that everyone in town is like involved with pastor ted and it's like well, we just met him and it's like involved with the, like we've got the flashback of like ali going to church which yeah i'm like what that's like maybe the least likely thing for ali to ever do not really the vibe i was getting yeah so Ella's like, when is your mom coming back? We need her to weigh in on a delicate issue. It's about Jamie. And she's like, how well did your mom know him before? I'm a little like, like this is inappropriate. I agree. Just at, if you need to know when she's coming back, just ask that. And then be like, oh, I just need to talk to her about it's just something for the church. She fully you, flat out tells Hannah what it is. They think that Jamie stole the like historic bell and sold it for like $8,000. To the tune of $8,000 thousand dollars and i'm like because hannah says you guys are mad because you think <laughs> that he sold your crusty old bell <laughs> <laughs> and she goes to the tune of eight thousand dollars and i'm like that doesn't seem like that much for an hannah's enormous like, <laughs> bronze bell and it's like i robbed the local macy's for like way more than yeah. that that's nothing she's like okay give me a weekend i'll <laughs> earn it back <laughs> oh my god um so yeah hannah's a little bit worried about that um Shauna keeps texting Emily. It's not real. And Emily's like that. blushing. And Arya yeah. is like Paige's number one defender. Yeah. I'm like, Arya. Like, and I think you need to shut it down. Arya, of course you think that. Uh, of course you want Emily to stay in this terrible relationship. But they talk about how they want to go to the morgue. They love it there. <laughs> and take Emily. a picture of the whatever body was found in the woods to prove that it's not Toby. And Emily has this idea and she goes, what? We've been there before. That's exactly why you shouldn't go. Because there are photos of you caught there in the fake uniforms, yeah. which yes. you guys love. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so then Eddie Lamb gives Spencer like a board game. He's like, I want to play a game with you. It's an old game, whatever. Speaking of that, should I see the new Saw movie? I was wondering if I should see I've the new like We can't nev- both. Well, I've like never <laughs> seen one. Really? Yeah. I've seen one at, I think, Caitlin's house when I was like, in middle school and you know that stuck with me i but think i just like the the goriness of it is i'm a gonna remember me okay i thought you were about to say you said i think i like the goriness of no, it no i think that and i was like, like i didn't mean to say ow. i like what <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <coughs> i just hurt my neck um but like the storyline for this one looks kind of compelling I also low-key want to see the new Exorcist movie. I will not be seeing that. You know what? When I was in elementary school, I went through a really long phase where I was 
so terrified of crucifixes. <laughs> my, oh my god, I forgot. My, she couldn't do the stations of the cross. My like childhood baby. <laughs> I don't even think I could go into a Catholic Actually, church. Actually, <clears throat> I just think you wanted to get out of it. I was You're like CCD's boring. <laughs> um, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was that annoying kid that didn't hate CCD. Yeah, no, but I my know. babysitter went to like study abroad in Italy and when she was there it was the year of my first communion and so she like got a crucifix like you can buy like mm-hmm. crucifixes that are blessed by the pope at the time yeah i got you one no no no, not a rosary like a, like a uh. wooden crucifix and she brought it back and by the time she got back it had come to her attention that i could not so much as look at a cross <laughs> without getting scared <laughs> that the devil was gonna possess me and that, for some reason, made them think that Phoebe was already possessed of the devil. <laughs> the, the fear that went through her body when she was just faced with the crucifix. Me screaming in the like, face of the crucifix. Seen, I think I've seen this film before, and, and I, I didn't, didn't like, like the, the ending. ending. So Anne kept kept the crucifix <laughs> from me until I think I was like, I think maybe my confirmation in eighth grade. <laughs> and she was like, I couldn't give this to you then. Is it like cool now? <laughs> like, are you like, can, are you chill? You like scream and catch on fire <laughs> okay um so yeah it'd be really brave of me to go see the new exorcist movie yeah but i would maybe consider going to see the saw movie if you double, want double to feature i will not be seeing the exorcist what's no way. different though why is one scarier than the other the saw is definitely not gonna happen okay so you believe i don't ever want to say that i don't believe <laughs> I it's actually like I'm really cover all my bases. really bad for the because I'll be like in bed at night and be like scared and be like oh my god like there's no I'm like no 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 ghosts aren't real and I'm like but if you but actually I believe in I totally believe in you I just don't really want to see you I believe I believe <laughs> and I'll like th- do that 15 times yeah it's horrible so I just don't need to like have more evidence that it could happen that's fair i have the images in my head like i just don't need it i want to see i want an exorcism story that's gonna i mean actually it's gotten really bad reviews but like the pope's exorcist didn't do it for me and i was hoping it would i mean this new one looks really fucking scary but apparently the guy who made the original exorcist this was like announced before he died Mm -hmm. And the guy who was directing it directed a movie that this guy hates, mm-hmm. the original director. And he was like, they're taking this thing that I made that I'm really proud of. And this guy's like continuing it. And he's Whoa. like, Loki was pissed. Oh, my God. But it does look. And the girl, the one girl looks just like the original. Yeah. It looks kid. really scary. Like, yeah. I can't go see it alone. I think if you're an exorcist fan, then you would love it. But I'm like, it looks so then Ren walks in and like clearly has beef with Eddie Lamb. They like stand off. Mm-hmm. And Eddie is not having it. No. Ren's like, I can't be- I can't believe I didn't know you were here, Spencer. I came as soon as I heard. <laughs> yeah. As soon yeah. as your mother told me. Why are they talking to Why you? Why are they talking? It's very weird. It's very weird. And then he's like, Eddie. Go check on that patient. Go make sure he's ready for physical therapy. And Eddie goes, he had physical therapy this morning, you fucking idiot. And he didn't even say a fucking idiot, but he might as well have. And then Ren says, we'll go make sure he's okay now. Yeah, it's there's a there's a power dynamic here that I want no part of, Mm-mm. to be honest. Um, Which Ren loves. Yes. 
it turns out that the game, the board, is actually a map of Radley it's that Mona made. It's a game of risk. It's giving Marauder's map. Yes. It, which, honestly, would have been perfect on a, on a game of risk. <clears throat> true. I love that game. True, true. So, Vivi, finally, mother of the year, comes to see Spencer and, like, brings her just clothes. Which she, I'm sure is not allowed, by the way. No, no, no. She's she's trying to take her out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, put this on. We're going to leave. You're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You can sleep in your own bed with your own things. You can take a bath, all this stuff. And Spencer's like, you don't understand. I wrote, she says she's not ready. Actually, she screams it. <laughs> she <laughs> really, really, truly did. And Vivi says, the last time, like, what is going on? What's the truth? Um, is Toby not who we thought he was? The last time I saw someone clinging to a secret this hard, it was Allison, and a few weeks later, she died. Kind of a big bomb to drop when your daughter is literally in Radley. And, and then we get Sasha Peterso, actress Fucking of the year. killing it. This is a really good scene for her. It is. She comes into the... It's a flashback. Veronica is getting something a glass of water at like, the middle of the night during a sleepover. And... Allie comes in and Vivi's like... From outside. Vivi's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're sleeping in my house and, and you're just sort of letting yourself back in yeah. at 3 a.m. And Allie's lip is bleeding and Veronica's like asking her about what's going on and she's like, nothing. I just had to like run to my house really quick and she's like, at 3 a.m.? Her mouth is bleeding. Yeah. And Vivi's like, what's up? And she's like, I can't talk about it. And if you tell my parents, it will only make it worse implicating jason in this that like maybe he's like fucking her up and she's crying and vivi was like let me just get you some ice and she like hugs her and literally like we get this view of ali's face over vivi's shoulder and she just like shakes it off smiles and goes i'm just being weird overly sensitive uh bye <laughs> with the I'm fine. The, I'm just being weird. It was so <laughs> funny. It's like, no, yeah, you really are. In the moment is... where you see her face change. It's crazy. Great work, Sasha. Yes, fabulous work. I wish we could have kept this Should up have been submitted for Emmy consideration. I yeah, mean. Yeah, you, you, and, you and Troy really would have had a face off. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's like old regime and new regime. Sasha was only in <laughs> this season for approximately seven minutes, but but what she did with those seven minutes was more than what Troy did. White powerful, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, what the Academy is saying, not me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so we're at dinner with Jamie. Pretty sure Hannah's drinking a mocktail. <laughs> How do you just order a mocktail at dinner? Well, it would kind of be your boyfriend's parents. It would kind of be like if we went to Hands and we'd we'd order the the, the, blueberry, the blueberry lemonade. lemonade. But there's like a there's like rosemary and all of shrubbery in there. Every time we go to the Alparo's Grill, there's rosemary in the drinks. So a I'm sp- like an entire sprig. You may as well have a branch in your drink. True, absolutely. From a pine tree. Check for ticks <laughs> before you drink it. <laughs> an, right under the comment, it's like consuming raw meat or poultry like that. Yeah. There's another one. It's like <laughs> ch- ch- the Check sprigs for of ticks. rosemary may have ticks in them. We're super organic here. So you, we don't use pesticides and we don't check. <laughs> we just take them straight we from the grab them from outside. Um, and then Jamie like gives Hannah a gift, and it's a necklace with an angel on it. And he's like, "I thought it was fitting." It's giving the angel in the Hard Rock Cafe in Station Square in Pittsburgh. It sure is. Who is like a sex symbol? Yeah, up it's on very the Titanic. weird. And Hannah's That's like not kind of super angel. nice about it. 
because she thinks he fucking stole the money to give it to her. And then he gets a call from Pastor Ted and like gets up and takes it. Um, and then dinner like gets cut short, right? Yeah. yeah, he has to go back to the church because he mentions the bell. Hannah already knows about it. He has to go sort things out. The candy stripers are in the morgue. They love these fucking yeah, outfits. Yeah, Phoebe made a great point. Just like I'm, st- I'm starting to think that they just, they like just how, they look, like how they look in these, and I don't blame them. They're adorable. And so they go in, but they're not discreet. No, Hannah's like just texting, <laughs> walking all around. <laughs> they're Aria and Emily are screaming at each other. They've already, yeah, they've already been caught on camera once here in the morgue. Are we not covering our faces? Are we not? not going to put on the fluorescent striped outfit. No gloves, of course. Oh, no, of course not. And they go, Emily and Hannah actually go into, like, the morgue morgue, and um, Arya's washing, classic. And Hannah goes, well, how will we we know who is who? And Emily goes, you have to go through those racks. You mean of dead bodies, Emily? Show some respect. (laughs) Go through the racks. Um, okay. Well, we're looking at cadavers. And Emily, like, goes for it. And she's, like, reading the tags of these people. I'm, like, if I'm working in a morgue, here's how I'm organizing it. I'm having the tags on the outside of the body. I'm not working in a morgue. No, but I'm just saying, why do you have to unzip the bag? Yeah, no, I agree. But also, they think it's it's not going to have a tag. So they're looking for one that doesn't have the tag. So that's why they have to unzip it. Oh, because the tag's inside. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Okay. You're right. Thank you. They should be doing that. Um, Hannah has a great line while Emily's going through all the racks. I also hope that morgues, if you guys have John and Jane Doe's, label them as the John and Jane Doe. Yes. Don't just not label them. (laughs) Those ones just don't. Yeah. What? Anyway, Hannah goes, God, in the end, you're just a stale loaf of bread lying on a rack. She literally, she's, she has this little monologue to herself. She's like, Man, we spend our whole life doing crunches, <laughs> skipping the loaf of bread, not having another slice. But in the end, we're just a stale loaf of bread. And then Emily goes, well, can you help me check this loaf? I can't <laughs> check the tag. And they realize, well, they pull. Before this, Arya's outside. Yeah, and yeah. is like on her phone and then decides that they're taking too long and like presses her hands up it's against like the, the glass. It's like the goofiest little thing. So we just see her shadow and then they unzip the thing. And before we see what's in there, we go back to Aria and we see in the mirror that Redcoat is down there with them. Mm-hmm. Up there. Remember how weird we thought it was that the morgue is like the top floor? No, it's the basement. Oh, why did I think it was like at the top? Because it, it is, there's... I don't know, but the morgue's for sure the basement. Okay. Um, so Arya runs after Redcoat, and then the girls, we see the face, except for it's that fucking mask. Which is crazy. It's so creepy. They pull it off. It's not Toby. As they run out, Emily runs back to gently place the mask on, like, the autopsy table and runs out. So now... Just take it. If the police have to have to deal with that, which I'm sure they will... They're going to fingerprint the mask and find your fingerprints on it because I'm sure A didn't leave theirs. They're going to be like, oh, those girls again? And that bag is open. They're going to be like, okay, cool. Perfect. They wanted to play a prank. Totally. So then Spencer is asking Eddie about this game. And she's like... He's not as into their conversations right now. No. He comes in to give her her medicine. 
And she's like interrogating him. He's probably like, all right, too much. And he says that Ren said Mona was obsessed with this game. Or no, she says, Ren says she was obsessed with this one. And he goes, well, he would know. And like all these little like, sorry, inappropriate remarks about him. And Spencer's like, well, was he in charge of the visitor passes? Like, is that why you don't like him? Or was that you? Um, And Eddie goes, trust your instinct. Mine told me the minute that guy got here that it wasn't for the right reasons. Okay, Bachelor. Slay. <laughs> it wasn't for the right reasons. Slay. But, like, what was the reason? Was it to get close to Hannah? Was it to get close to Spencer, Mona? Like, there are so many options here. He's crazy. So then he's like, take your pill, Spencer. She pretends to take it. She doesn't. And we find out she's stockpiling her pills in her pillowcase. As if that's not going to be found within hours. Like, what? (laughs) And also, what are the pills? What are you trying? What are you doing with them? Like, I don't know. It's it's all very concerning. Okay. Hannah is cramming for algebra. And Caleb's kind of annoying to me in this scene. Actually... Well, yeah, he has the potential to be annoying, but ultimately we don't, I feel like we don't get the moment that like would be annoying. We don't get the moment that tells us he's not going to be annoying either. The moment that was annoying to me was that she's like clearly studying in the throes of studying and he sits down and he's like, I've called you this many times. And she's like, I have a test in 10 minutes. I'm cramming for it. And he ignores that. Okay, and he but goes right in a ranting with her. What I will say is I don't think she's actually doing that. I think Regardless. she's been avoiding him. And she says that. And he's probably like, okay, well, no, you're not. Mm. I know you're not cramming for an algebra test. I was like, when I heard that. I guess. So, I don't it know. It bothered me. That's fine. Caleb says Jamie's screwed. And he's like, I don't think he should have to defend himself. Like, they think he did it. And then he's like, why are you being weird? And Hannah says, <laughs> he goes, did I press mute? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you never have nothing <laughs> to say. You everything. Yeah. And she goes, I just don't think your dad has changed as much as you think he has. And then tells him about the $5 bill. And we don't see a reaction from Caleb. So it's like, is he going to? It could go either way. I'm like a little worried for her in this moment. I can't lie. All um, right. The insane Malcolm Aria shit. Aria shows up at the karate class, which has just gotten out. So this means that the person got there earlier and took him out of class because Aria goes up to the teacher and it says, I'm here to pick up Malcolm. And she says, no, Maggie said that another person was picking him up today and he's gone. And then she looks in his cubby. She's like, yeah, I'm that girl. I'm that person. And they're like, no, he was already picked up by Aria Montgomery. Uh, And then... In the cubby, there's a flyer that says the the carnival thing that's going on in Rosewood Times Square. And an A is circled. Yes. So Arya, like, runs to the carnival. And, of course, Ella's there. She's everywhere. And she stops her. And it's, like, that well, actually, classic moment. Wicked is... Oh, <laughs> Wicked, wait, Wicked they're is not headlining. Actually, they're not actually playing, but they are doing a showcase to get people to come. They're not actually playing. Wicked the band is not actually playing. Yeah. Um, I'm not making fun of you. I was laughing. And Ella basically decides that this is the time that she's gonna... Because Arya's looking for Malcolm and is all stressed about it. And Ella decides that this is her chance to say, you just need to, like, 
consider breaking this off with Ezra because someone's going to get hurt and that kid is already confused and this is only going to confuse him more and all of this stuff. But the entire time, Arya is not listening to what Ella's saying and she spots Malcolm. And Malcolm is with a hooded figure in a glove. And, and she gets a balloon. Yeah, and so she's following that and she sees that he goes into this like puppet tier place and we see the very specific name of the pu- the puppet thing and like what the poster looks like mm-hmm. and that's important and Malcolm's sitting there and he looks he looks like he is one of Calabar's fucking I like, thought the same thing like that's why exactly is he, why is he sitting like that that's a great analogy yeah he looks like he is one of Calabar zombies and he's like sitting there waiting. In the and he's film like, Halloween Town, by the way. Yeah, I hope that you guys knew that. But if you didn't, sure, we'll tell you. Um, Malcolm is like, um, I'm here early because he said there's another show starting. So I'm here early. He's like a little bit like bitchy. He's giving creepy. But he's then giving he creepy even, he's not even mad when Arya is like, okay, we're, we're going to well, go. Well, we're not going to stay for it. And she's like, who, you know, I was supposed to pick you up today. And he's like, yeah, but your friend did, Allison. <laughs> Allison, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> and that's frightening for sure so then they leave and they leave and one of the puppets moves ah! all right then we have caleb confronting jamie and this is when i'm like i knew i fucking loved you caleb i knew you weren't gonna let me down with this jamie shows up at hannah's house and it's hannah and caleb and I wrote, I love that he's taking Hannah's side. Ezra would not fucking do that. Mm-mm. Like, he's just such a sweet, I just love their relationship. And that's what happens when you're with someone who is of the same emotional maturity as you. Yes, exactly. And like, yes. And you don't have to deal with all these other things that are, you shouldn't have to deal with the other just get in the way of Ezra's like a healthy relationship. like, if Tom Schwartz didn't go to Florida State. Oh my God. And went to like Harvard. Yeah. That's the vibe. Yes. Yes. And Jamie comes in and is, well, we realize that Caleb's going to take Hannah's side and Mm -hmm. like gets it, understands what's happening. And then Jamie comes in. Caleb assumes Jamie's already like skipped town and is like leaving. And then Jamie comes in and is like, I tracked down this guy who can like help me explain what happened. And Caleb lays into him. Yeah. And then Jamie's like, you get <laughs> all the Ariana Maddox. He says, "You get a little money. Yeah. You get yeah. a little car. You get a little band. <laughs> and you have this girl. It's like, oh my god. And you, and that's what you, because that's what you want. <laughs> and that is what Jamie says to his son, who then says, um, my proof that I don't that I don't need to trust you is in the years of foster care of me and my hand me downs and my like stuff in a trash bag yeah. and all that stuff." And then he slams the door on Jamie. And well, no, Jamie leaves. Well, the door slammed. <laughs> and he slams the door on Jamie. Well, may as well. Have. Might as well. Might as well. Then we've got Eddie, um, and he. We're back at Radley. He's gonna go give Spencer a book. And what is it with all these people having these like too close relationships with the patients? I just don't think that it's like couth. I think yeah, it's uncouth. And Ren doesn't either because Ren says, "No, you won't." Yeah. You're done for whatever. He says, we're not having the same problem again, are we, Eddie? Yeah. He says, you can do it tomorrow. What he says, problem? I'm off tomorrow. And then Ren says, well, I'll just give it to her. Ugh, and that's just what you wanted, isn't it? Ugh. 
isn't it? But Spencer is like could not care less about these two boys that are basically fighting over her because no, she's got Spencer's shit to do. Spencer's out there counting her fucking footsteps in a white nightgown. <laughs> she looks like she's like in the secret garden. Why is she wearing that? Where did she get that? I'm sorry. That is not what Radley gave you. No. And I know that's the fucking truth because you've been wearing this like piss stained <laughs> hospital gown and suddenly you're in a beautiful white nightgown and you look like you're in fucking Pride and Prejudice. And of course, where do we go? The children's ward. And... Why have we not cleared this place out yet? What? Like, this is what I'm saying. Why are the doors open? There's not a better establishment. There's not, like, this isn't, like, American Horror Story Asylum. Yeah, it's not the 1950s. No, like, this, I'm sorry, this sanitarium should be way different. (laughs) And in another universe, it becomes a hotel. This is, like, a total liability, yeah. So she goes in the room, and the door is conveniently open. So she opens it. Also, like, lock the door. And there's someone singing. And guess and who? at first, I'm like, I would know Janelle Parrish's voice anywhere. I, okay, I thought the same. But it's Allie. Yeah. I literally was like, oh, it makes sense because we've been getting the Mona singing thing. No, it's Allie. And she's Allie in this. Gorge. Yes, she does. And she says the most insane thing you've ever heard. She goes, is it just me or was sixth grade the best year ever? <laughs> Oh my God. And if I had a nickel for every time I heard that, I have one. Nickel. And it's this time. And it's this exact moment. And what? She's like looking through records and she's like, Did your mom have this? And Spencer's like, No, I think your mom did. Which I just think is like, Who cares? I didn't memorize what books or things my friend's moms had at their Maybe house. Maybe you should have spent more time observing. And Allie goes, Must have left at your house once. Like what? It's a it's a Diane it's a Dion Warwick album. So they start dancing together, <laughs> which is also weird. Yeah, Allie goes, "Come on, Spence, Dance it's the night before your first boy girl party." And isn't it so much more fun preparing for it than the real thing? The practice, which is ironic considering what she said to Emily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Remember I thought the same you, thing. It's just practice. Yeah, and isn't practice better than the real thing? Oh, oh my god. Sweet. And she says the girls fight much dirtier than boys and that a girl is who hit her, actually. Yeah. Because Spencer asks about that. I think Spencer asks if it was Toby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, Toby? Of course not. And then Spencer's like, okay, well, there's a star on this map that Mona made. Where is it? And so Allie shows her, and it's like, again, we're in the children's wards. So it's a bunch of, bunch of cribs and, like, a rocking horse. And Spencer immediately knows. It's almost as if she's like, in an escape room and they're like anything that doesn't easily oh come God. off isn't supposed to they should make a pretty little liars escape room Wait, we should do that if any of you do that we'll sue you for everything you're worth <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be billionaires and you you won't even believe how far we'll take it <laughs> you will be like i can't believe how far they're taking this <laughs> Um, <laughs> Do you seriously want my family photos? <laughs> <laughs> like hand them over. Like I can sell these for at least a penny each yeah. at Goodwill. Like oh no, we're taking everything, and I mean everything. Yeah. So she opens up the rocking horse, just takes the head off, and there's a fucking nurse costume in it. <laughs> Mona's fake badge. This is to get out. costume chest. Yes, it's literally her costume box. And in it also with the the badge is Allie D D E E is her name, and then also a visitor guest pass for Cece Drake. And then Ren, Ren. walks in and says, "Spencer, 
It's like if you didn't want her in here, you know what she's like. Also, what's your shift schedule like? <laughs> yeah, what time is it? Do you have you been here for I a million like it's years? Three in the morning. You were here earlier and yesterday. If you want Spencer to stay out of trouble, lock her room and then don't leave all these doors open. Yeah, because she will it's get in trouble. It's quite simple. Like you I think know, a lot her. of the people in here would probably get into you trouble. Exactly. Anybody would. But then, like, you have Spencer Hastings in here. Like, she's she's perpetually booked and busy. So, you know she's going to be doing this. This anyway. is Sid's dream. Oh, my God. Literally. Having a map of things to go find. Exactly. And he's like, wait, this one doesn't even have to be just in my head. Exactly. So, we find out that Ren authorized Cece's visitor pass. And he had to break the rules. Like, she wasn't supposed to be allowed to visit. And he was like, well, she was desperate. And Cece said that Allie pulled a stunt at a frat party and got Cece kicked out of college. So now she wants to be a role model for Mona. And Melissa's the one who called Cece to tell her Mona was at Radley. Like what? What? I don't see how part this makes of, any part sense. Part of me is like, Ren, are you just making all of this up? I'm like, I, it's very weird because why would Allie pulling a stunt on Cece make Cece want to be a role model for Mona? Because maybe she's now mad at Allie and knows that Mona has a vendetta against Allie and they can relate on that. It's just And it's like there's a better way than to b- bully her four best friends. I guess. And then the like adding in Melissa, I don't know. It's just bizarre. And that's what we find out. So Ezra and Aria are at dinner and he seems like he's like for sure pissed at her. And no, but Malcolm had a great night. Yeah, he comes back and he goes, well, <laughs> you're Malcolm's <laughs> new hero. <laughs> it's She's giving, like, it's giving, me? which by the way, uh, which, which, <laughs> which I found out that the, the line from Screen Queens is not Captain Awesome. It's it's worse than either of us ever could have imagined. <laughs> Senorita Awesome. <laughs> That's what it's giving. Senorita Awesome. <laughs> Would I not? Oh Guys, my this God. is the advertisement for the Patreon episode. This my month. day would be ruined just also by you hearing just said it. Queens, which is hilarious. You go scream Queens, <laughs> scramby, scramby. Um, Today what's your name, Senorita? Awesome. <laughs> and then the, the most boring man you've ever seen in your whole life gets the biggest kick out of anything. Who, he's by ever the way, heard. we didn't even mention is fucking As Alex. Alex. <laughs> Alex, the, the love of Spencer's life and ours. When is she going to get back with him? Come on. <laughs> get over it. Okay, so Toby's enough. dead. Let's move on. Imagine he walks through the doors of Radley. Imagine how much more normal her life would be if she just would have fucking been with Alex. I know. I know. Anyway, okay. Don't know even how he got there. But, <laughs> yeah, you're Malcolm's new hero. Oh, that's why. Because it was it <laughs> it's the energy. same vibe, same energy. Because I think he even says superhero. I don't think so, but might as well. <laughs> Sorry, just because I wrote it down in quotes because I was stunned by the way. <laughs> and I was like, I just knew it was going to happen, but it still hit me really hard in, and a, in a bad way. Malcolm didn't say anything about anything. He just said he had a great night, something about a puppet show and fell asleep, which is perfect for Aria. Yes, but I am like, if I'm Aria, I'm like, do I need a tell him like you know what i mean because what if the kid does say something i'm gonna be like what that's crazy we did see one of my friends at the at the puppet show i went to the bathroom maybe that's what he's thinking of but oh it's so tough 
And Arya's like, you know what? I just don't think I can do this anymore. And he's like, oh, well, you don't have to, like, be mommy or whatever. She's like, no, no, no. I don't, I, I can't do this. And she's like, our lives are too different now. Your lives have always been different. Yes. You're just now, like, seeing it, which is insane. Insane that it took a child coming into the picture to make you realize, like, this is inappropriate. And he's, like, not accepting it. He's like, no, no, no. Things are going to look different in the morning. But, like, she she seems, like, fully done as she walks away. Which is crazy. Yeah. Wait, I never thought I'd see the day. Uh-uh. But, like, I'm, I'm, like, if we can keep this going, I love it for you. I know we can't, but would be cool. All right. Pam comes to Emily's room. Yes, because Emily went to the police station earlier today. Did we yes. talk about that? No, because I. It doesn't really matter, but basically, it. Emily was or Pam was holding like a missing persons thing, and she was like, "Emily, you cannot keep like coming around here, like yes. trying to find clues." But this is also because earlier she told Emily, "Like, yeah, you can stop by." Oh yeah. And then now Emily goes, and she's like, "Get the fuck out." Yes. So they found something, and we find out that they found another body, <laughs> buried, in a shallow grave exactly where spencer said it was and <laughs> here's where i'm like we didn't do a very good job of searching the woods yeah. because spencer's bag is found is right next to it and you guys already like what exactly kills me? where spencer <laughs> said it what was kills me is like everybody at the beginning of the episode was like they searched the entire woods and they didn't find a thing spencer. Hey, spencer shut spencer listen to me no it wasn't <laughs> that's aria spencer's like yeah i know there's a body in the woods that's toby's and aria's like oh my fucking god okay <laughs> Spencer, look at me. Look at me. I don't know what they have you on in here. No, I fucking wasn't. <laughs> She's literally like, you've lost your fucking... She like gets up and smacks her. You've, Snap out of it. You've lost your fucking mind in saying that to someone she in was, the sanitarium. You're out of your gourd. You're out of your gourd. It wasn't fucking Toby. And in that moment, Aria is institutionalized. Yes, and in that moment, I swear I was infinite. <laughs> when Aria was institutionalized. I swear I was institutionalized. <laughs> I swear in that moment. Me after reading Perks What? Me after reading Perks of Oh my God, I thought you just said you have to read Perks <laughs> Yeah. I was it. like, okay, I will. What? <laughs> You have to read Perks of Eagle It's it's super underground. (laughs) Not many people have heard it. Especially not here in Pittsburgh. Oh, no. God, Pittsburgh is a goat. Yeah. Shepard, Stephen Chbosky. The Fort Bent Tunnel. The Fort Bent Tunnel. Mac Mac Miller. Miller, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, like a lot. Michael Michael Keaton. Zachary Quinto. Lots of people. Mark Cuban. Wow, we could go on and on. Yeah, the voice of Pocahontas. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't know that. <sighs> Phoebe Connell. Caroline <laughs> Connell. Even more notably, Caroline Connell. One, one of the two people just listed was the homecoming queen. Oh. <laughs> also known as... Taught her everything she knows. Senorita Awesome. <laughs> Senorita Awesome? <laughs> Me, I will pay you one hundred dollars to walk into a starbucks the one you frequent and be like <laughs> and when they're like what's your name be like senorita awesome yeah, how much and deliver it that exact how way you pay me a hundred bucks if you do it i have to be there <laughs> and you have to do it that way you have to do it that way you have to practice it for me what so. about but i normally go in the drive-thru 
You can go again this time. Why don't I go to the one on Virginia Minute? We'll see Maraid. Oh, okay. Actually, Galleria. <laughs> no! There's a, there's a hair. Is that what just caused that whole rigmarole? Yeah, do you see the hair? No! I don't want It's like to. one of those little... It's wet. It's not like from my head. It's like one of those li- like this or something that like got stuck in the back of my throat. Anyway, <laughs> consider it. Consider the offer. The offer stands. Um, the Galleria suggestion is evil. <laughs> it's so And you have funny. to do it at 3.15 on a school day. <laughs> no. 3.30. <laughs> you, your options are 3.30... PM on a school day, on a weekday, Monday through Friday. <laughs> or 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Or no. Or 8 30 a.m. No, sorry. 7 30 a.m. on a weekday. Well, that's insane. <laughs> and never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 3 30, then fine. Um <laughs> I don't remember where we were. Oh So Pam is in Emily's room. Pam sits her down and is like really dragging this out. Yeah. She's like, okay, well. Emily's shaking, convulsing. It's probably Toby, but there was significant trauma to the body, so we don't know. It's going to take a while. And Emily's like, no. (laughs) Emily's like, I don't believe you. I think you're confused, actually, because they already found the body. Yeah, and we actually told Spencer, like, shut the fuck up. And actually, no, (laughs) he's not dead. The girls and I today went to the morgue. And Toby absolutely, like, like, he would not just leave without saying anything to me, so I don't believe that he's dead. And if he were a ghost... I've actually already. I frequently am visited by them. I've actually already been involved with one. It's this long (laughs) story. I just know that, like, I would feel somebody would send me a message. I would feel a new presence. Like, I don't expect you to get it. Yeah. So, um, back to Hannah and Caleb. Caleb's like, I feel so stupid, like, you know, for like believing Jamie could be better, whatever. He's going back inside to get like coffee refills. And the bell starts ringing and like Hannah looks up, whatever. And she gets a text and it says basically that A has framed Jamie for the bell. And Caleb walks out and reads the text over Hannah's shoulder and then goes to find Jamie. And but the thing is, I'm like, Caleb, if you read the text over her shoulder, then you can see that it's A. So why are you mad at Hannah? Mm -hmm. Because he did still steal the money. But in Hannah's head, she's like. Maybe A put the money, like planted that or yeah. something. But I don't know how, I know A's good, but I don't think A's that good. Well, I wouldn't say that's like the hardest thing that A would have done. No, but I mean, to for Hannah to have that bill in her purse well, what if choose there to put A, that one in there. What if A orchestrated it so that like that bill that Hannah had in her purse, A put the stamp on and then A also got another $5 bill and put the same stamp on it and put that in the box. Or, like, in Jamie, you know what I mean? But if they were both in the box, he still stole it. Yeah, so maybe, like, didn't put it in the box. I don't know. I, I think I think there are ways, but <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't think that Caleb should be mad at Hannah. No. Cause, and also, like, at this point, if I see a text from A, I'm very concerned. I have, like, other things to be worried yes, about. Yes, of course. Um. Okay. So then Emily barges in. Aria and Hannah are... I, can't, I don't even know where. Somewhere. 
And she's like, they found. And also, keep in mind, Pam Fields made her swear she wouldn't tell her friends. So she was like, you cannot tell anyone if I tell you. Emily barges into the Montgomery mausoleum and is like, they found Toby's body exactly where Spencer <laughs> said it would be. And they found her purse closely. Bye. Close by. <laughs> <laughs> and Aria's like, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no. And no. Try that again. Don't enter my house like that. <laughs> She's like, bad vibes, bad vibes all around. <laughs> Please all around. leave, Lab, come back. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, basically Arya and Hannah are talking. They're like, do we even need to tell our significant others? Like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We finally go back to Radley. This is wild. Spencer. <laughs> Spencer pulls out of her pillowcase the pills. She's got like four. She just kind of looks at them. And then she puts them back and she pulls out a full black hoodie. Bitch, did someone put that in there for her to find or did she put that in there? She put it in there. How the hell? One, where did it come from? Mona. Okay, number two. No, it had to have been put because the tickets. Yeah, she already used the tickets. Okay. Because the ticket, she's the oh, one it's who the got puppet. Malcolm. It's, okay, okay, okay. So we see that, and when she pulls the hoodie out of her pillowcase, we hear the audio of Mona saying, that drive up the mountain could have gone very differently. Yes. I'm going to offer you one more time. And Spencer says, you don't, you don't have to ask yeah. me again. I'm in. Oh, my God. So now I guess Spencer's going to join the A-team. And I just, but again, like, we got to find a better hiding spot. And the pillow, you have one pillow. Mona found about. You don't think they're spot. gonna notice? There's a gigantic, bulky black hoodie, crazy in your pillow. And then when they take that out, they're also gonna find you have a stash of pills, which <laughs> is gonna be concerning to mm-hmm. them. Just so you know. Um. All right. Then we have our A scene. It's the morgue guy, and he brings a body in, and we see that there's a tattoo. Nine oh one free at last. In case you didn't know, that's Toby. That's Toby's tat. That's that's Toby. Toby's tat. Toby's tat. That's Toby's tat. So what do I read the synopsis <laughs> for Drama next week? Tap 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 dancing in there. I know. Yeah, you you can, and then I'll do the recap next week. Okay, perfect. Music to my ears. All right, guys. Season three finale. A dangerous game. <gasps> you know that short story. <clears throat> oh my or god! That's the yes, most dangerous. I just game. remember that. They made like a shitty show about it, but like that could be such a good movie. They that need the right short story, to do and it. also um, it's called the lottery. I don't know. Have if you I read, read that one? one? No, because I read the most dangerous game in academic English freshman year. Oh, okay. The yellow wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the lottery. It's like everyone in town. Like, there's one day a year where you pull out like a name, and then like it's a person that goes up, and they everyone in the town has to stone you to death. Yeah. I do love little stories like that. Like it was really purge. good. Joan Didion has a lot of those. Slay Joan Didion. All American bitch. Yeah. Which apparently isn't an actual Joan Didion quote. I think her son <laughs> just called her that. Yeah. I I was not sure that where you I haven't heard that that is a Joan I Didion. I think it is quote. Joan Didion. All American bitch? Yeah. Has she called herself that? No, I think her son called her that. Oh, uh, maybe. But that's what, but, but like when the Olivia Rodrigo song came out. She's another really good short story about a girl. I, I'm like trying to remember I read it in college. It's like a guy comes to her house and like picks her up. And something bad happens. I can't remember, but it's good. Okay. Yeah, it is Joan Didion. It's she said essay. it. 
trying to slide under the end. Great little pick. Um, I can't find it, but it is. Sh- they both come up. Mm. Wait, the Wikipedia. While you're finding that, was inspired by an essay written by Joan Didion that used the titular words. Mm, okay. Its lyrics are about the size. This. <laughs> the societal expectations placed on women. Oh, love it. Okay. The girls are all seeing red as they attempt to put on, put in, sorry, there's a plant in the way, to put an end to the game. The game. Spencer's back home, but Aria, Hannah, and Emily are not so sure their friend is fully back after seeing how fragile she was just a day or so before. That's a really weird way for them to end. It's <laughs> just a very a day weird or so little, before. just a day or so before. Okay. okay, you can say the other day. Say she's been acting This is the fragile. season. Fa- this after is say the after season what happened. Literally, this is the season finale synopsis. A day or so ago. A day or so before. Um. Wow. I can't. I'm like blown away that we're already in season four. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's exciting. It's exciting and it's crazy. It's all these things. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um. A reminder that if you're listening, well, even if you're not listening on Thursday, this month, October, Patreon episodes are now coming out on Fridays rather than Thursdays. I fucked up the graphic, so I included that in the story. But if you look at the graphic on our feed, just add one day to all of those. Um, so the first one will be this Friday. It's going to be horror movies talking about all things spooky for Friday the 13th. And then next week, um, the Popcast episode is going to be our ACL vlog. So if you're itching for video content, definitely make sure that you tune in or join the Patreon. And then the final episode of the month will be the Scream Queens pilot recap, where famously we will hear the words, Senorita, Senorita awesome. awesome. <laughs> and we'll find out if, if Phoebe's going to go do it and go to the gallery and do it. Oh, my God. hundred bucks on the line just (laughs) saying all right guys thank you so much for listening um go shop our merch follow us on social media rate review subscribe tell a friend all of that it helps us so much we love you thank you for listening and we will see you next week usually you join in i feel oh you join on the and And i'm not actually caroline (laughs) <laughs> I get pull my mask off like fuck? pull my mask off like you're the, the woman from the airport villain, like the scoop you're the villain. woman making out with the man at the airport <laughs> yes that was gross <laughs> <laughs>